Welcome to Language and Culture with Dr. J. I am Dr. J. This is Saying Hello, the Roman edition. In our very first episode, we tried to explore the different ways of saying hello in English and in German. In this episode, we'll try to tackle saying hello in Spanish, French, Italian, and Portuguese. Let's start off with Spanish. I invited Melanie Lopez Flores and Veronica Guijasquento to talk to me a little bit about saying hello in Spanish. Here are excerpts of that interview. Buenos días. Tengo hola. conmigo, hola, tengo conmigo Melanie López Flores. Hola, Melanie. Hola, buenas. Y Verónica Guijasquento. Hola, buenas. Hola, Verónica. Bueno, ¿podrían ustedes presentarse brevemente para los oyentes, por favor? Bueno, yo soy Melanie López y vengo de España, del sur de España, de Sevilla, y estoy haciendo un Erasmus. Y yo soy Verónica Guijasquento y vengo más del norte, de Valladolid. Bueno. ¿Qué idiomas hablan ustedes? Bueno, yo hablo español, que me, es mi lengua materna, pero también hablo inglés y alemán. Ambos idiomas los estoy aprendiendo todavía, no soy, no soy profesional en ellos, pero, pero sí soy capaz de comunicarme y por eso estoy aquí también en Hamburgo. Y bueno, yo hablo español también, evidentemente, que también es mi lengua materna, y francés, inglés, alemán, y un poquito de italiano. ¿Y cómo, cómo te sientes diferente, o cómo tú también, Melanie, um, cuando hablas, de ejemplo, inglés? ¿Cómo es diferente para ti? ¿Te sientes diferente? ¿Tienes una voz diferente? ¿O, o tienes pensamientos diferentes? No sé. Para, para mí es siempre, siempre completamente diferente si hablo, de ejemplo, francés o inglés. Mi, mi cuerpo se mueve diferente, mi, mi, mi voz es diferente. No, no sé si es la, la misma cosa para ustedes. Bueno, en alemán, claro, la diferencia entre el español y alemán es bastante grande, ¿no? Entonces, cuando hablas alemán parece que tienes que hablar un poquito más seria. Ok. Pero, bueno, lo intento, pero yo no siempre lo consigo, ¿no? <ríe> sí que me dicen, cuando hablas así seria, la pronunciación mejora, tu pronunciación en alemán. Pero no siempre lo consigo, ¿no? <ríe> yo, para mí, el hecho de comunicarme eh, es lo mismo en un idioma que en otro. Pero sí que es verdad que a la hora de la pronunciación, en otros idiomas, por ejemplo, en el inglés, eh, pronuncio las zetas, que yo en español no lo hago debido a, al sitio de donde vengo. Y, y en alemán sí que es verdad que es un sonido más fuerte, la pronunciación son más acentuadas. Entonces yo creo que la voz sí que me cambia un poco, pero también creo que es algo general que le pasa a todo el mundo. Porque mm. al cambiar de registro, de pronunciación y de tono, porque cada, cada idioma requiere su tono, pues al fin y al cabo cambia la voz un poco. ¿Y hay una diferencia para ti entre el inglés y el, el alemán? Sí, como idioma, sí. sí. Por, la, Aunque... por la pronunciación, por el, por el sentido, por el, por el sentimiento. Por el... Sí, bueno, es verdad que a lo mejor el inglés se puede ver como algo, un idioma más poético que el alemán. Ay, la ay, gente, ay, ay, ay. Pero no estoy de acuerdo con la gente que dice que el alemán, eh, parecen que la gente cuando habla alemán parece que están siempre enfadados. No. ¿O sí? En España no. siempre decimos eso. Sí, pero esa fama cuando... que hay del idioma, ¿no? El sí. idioma tiene muy buena fama, la verdad. Pero, pero... Un idioma más, más duro, más, mm. más fuerte. Pero una vez que aprendes y entiendes lo que están diciendo, sabes que no están peleando y no están discutiendo <risa> para nada. Pero sí que también veo similitud entre el alemán y el inglés, pero aún así a mí me llama más la atención el alemán, porque es más difícil y me crea más intriga más para mí es un más reto. curiosidad sí, más a curiosidad. mí también me pasaba el mm. <ríe> alemán es tan diferente a nuestra a nuestra lengua el español que te crea una curiosidad y dices bueno quiero quiero estudiarlo más a ver qué, qué hay ahí <ríe> bueno una pregunta más cómo saludo en español o cómo saludo en es, en España y no quiero decir lo que lo que viene en un diccionario sino lo que lo que necesito para comunicarme en español. Hay muchos tipos de saludos coloquiales, más formales, depende de, de la situación y el contexto en el que te encuentres. 
Eh, si estás con amigos, puedes decir un simple hey, o por ejemplo en Andalucía decimos mucho qué pasa. ¿Qué pasa? Es una pregunta, pero la utilizamos como, como respuesta, como pregunta retórica y como sí. saludo. Sí. sí, igual que el típico qué tal, ¿no? Que sí. Digo, ¿qué tal? Hola, ¿qué tal? ¿No? Es como una forma de saludo que, bueno, no espera, cuando dices hola, ¿qué tal? No esperas que alguien te diga, pues mira, te voy a contar mi vida. Si no, bien. Y luego mira, ya, que, mira que el mundo critica a los americanos. Por, para, por el por el how are you es la misma cosa es la sí, misma sí, cosa sí, exacto, eso no porque ya sí, tampoco no cuentas tu vida y dices fine, <risa> fine. <risa> ya te contaré Oye, ya sí, te contaré ya te contaré sí <risa> y si si hablamos de eso de ejemplo en, en inglés es es la entonación la manera de de, de, de pedir de, de de preguntar si si digo de ejemplo how how are you ¿Se puede decirlo también en español? Si digo, hola, ¿qué tal? Bueno, no quiero, no, yo no quiero saber nada. O si digo, hola, ¿qué tal? ¿Qué, sí. ¿qué? O, o no sí. se dice así. Pero es extraño para un saludo decir, hola, ¿qué tal? Como realmente preguntando <risa> no dice, cómo estás. No ya eso es si estás en una conversación. ¿Y cómo estás? ¿Y cómo te encuentras? ¿Qué tal estás? Pero como saludo, no. ¿Verdad que se dice qué tal estás? También, sí. Me dijiste que no, me dijiste que no. Eh, bueno, con el saludo así del principio, ¿no? Hola, ¿qué tal? No, pero ¿qué tal estás? Se puede decir, ¿no? Sí. ¿Qué sí, tal estás, mujer? Es dime, dime. Sí, eso implica un poquito más ya que me cuentes de verdad. Porque tengo vale. una amiga que llega que dice siempre, ¿qué tal estás? ¿Qué tal estás? Entonces quieres saber de... Entonces quieres saber, no, no me dices hola y sí, vete. Sí, no es una fórmula de saludo, simplemente, sino que quieres saber qué tal te va. Uh -huh. Bueno, y otras formas de, no sé, de, de saludos por las mañanas, al mediodía, o por, la, por las tardes, o situaciones formales, si encuentro al presidente, o... Bueno, en España las situaciones formales son únicas, ¿no? Son bastante claras, o sea, cuando empiezas a trabajar en un trabajo, pero cuando empiezas a trabajar, puedes utilizar fórmulas de cortesía más formales, pero... ¿De ejemplo, de ejemplo? Cuando empiezas a trabajar, ¿no? En un trabajo nuevo, pues puedes decir, hola, buenos días, y ya te presentas de una forma más formal. Al segundo día quizás ya no lo hagas. Ya, hola, ¿qué hola, ¿qué tal? Hola, ¿qué tal? Al director, ¿qué pasa? Hola, ¿qué pasa? Depende del director también, ¿no? Claro, sí, sí. Si te tratan, depende cómo te traten ellos también de vuelta. En un juicio también puedes utilizar la forma muy cortés, ¿no? Pero si no, hay... en España utilizamos muy poquito las formas formales. ¿Y hay más cortés que de, de decir buenos días? No. No, para decir no, buenos días. No. Buenos días. Buen día. Buen día. A mejor, eh, Buen día. Eh, sí. Singular, pero sí, por la como, mañana no, suele no. ser eso, sí. Bueno, y en Cataluña, la tarde, ¿no? Buen día. Buen día, buen día, sí. Pero bueno, los usos ya son, son dialectos y idiomas diferentes. ¿Y por, por la tarde? Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Sí. Y ya, y ya. Sí. Bueno, y en la, en la tarde más buenas, buenas noches, pero buenas noches cuando te vas a dormir. Sí. Buena. Bueno, pero no es igual que en el alemán, ¿no? En el alemán sí que es buenas sí, noches, me voy a dormir. <risa> También puede ser como una fórmula de saludo. Hola, buenas noches, ¿qué tal? Ah, sí cuando, sí, cuando llegas a casa, por ejemplo, y te están esperando para comer o lo que sea, hola, buenas noches, vamos a comer, o también como saludo se puede utilizar. No sé ah, cómo decirlo. Okay. Okay. ¿Y otra, otro, otro saludo que les, les parece, no sé, importante o de saludos de la calle también? De, de... Eh, bueno, ya ha comentado un poquito antes, ¿no? ¡Ey! Yo. Hey. Sí, estoy intentando pensar ahora y... ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Por ejemplo, en las Islas Canarias, porque yo he vivido muchos años en las Islas Canarias, el qué pasa se convierte en qué pasó. ¿Qué pasó? En pasado. Ajá. Lo ponemos ¿Qué pasó? en pasado. Y es con otra entonación. El, el andaluz sería, hey, ¿qué pasa? Y en, en canario sería, ¿qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? <risa> Como una <Bueno>. canción. <risa> qué bien. Bueno. Muchas gracias, Melanie y Verónica. Muchas gracias. gracias. A ti, gracias. A ti, muchas gracias. Sí. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. <risa> Chao. Chao. Thank you, Melanie and Verónica. In a later interview, I invited Verónica to come back with Adita Gordillo de Bujajer, who is from Peru. And together, the three of us tried to have a little speed saying hello in Spanish.
Here's that part. Also, Veronika und Adita, lass uns mal einmal auf Spanisch Hallo sagen. Hola, buenos días. Hola, buenas tardes. ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo te va? ¿Qué onda? Permiso. Dime. Dígame. Permisito. Hasta, <risa> Hasta luego. Con permiso. <risa> Thank you, Melanie, Veronica, and Adita for helping me with the Spanish part. I hope you out there learn something about saying hello in Spanish. Beyond the actual words and salutations, what I loved about this episode were the different accents. Of course, we have Veronica and Melanie with the Spanish accent, Melanie with a very strong Andalus accent, and then Adita, who is from Latin America, from Peru. So for those of you who don't speak Spanish and maybe want to know a little bit about Spanish, let me review a little bit what was said. So, of course, to say good morning, you say buenos dias. Bon dia, if you want to do it with a different accent or if you want to do it uh, with, uh, with the Andalus accent. So again, buenos dias, which is good morning, or bon dia. So then how do you say good afternoon? It's buenas tardes. And of course, there's the buenas noches for late in the evening. Interestingly, buenas noches is not only used to say good night in the English sense, as in good night, we're about to go to sleep, but also when coming in late at night as a greeting. So, buenas noches, vamos a comer, buenas noches, que vamos a hacer. So, in the sense of as a greeting, good evening, good, good late evening, um, let's have dinner, or what are we going to do, etc. What also came out of the conversation is that the Spanish tend to be less formal. So where the first day at work or going into an office where you don't know the people, you might say buenos dias. Once you know people, once you're, once you're used to the situation, you would simply say que tal or hola, que tal or hola que va or something less, less formal. One comment or one thing that I enjoyed particularly is I have often said, ¿Qué tal estás? Which is everybody knows or a lot of people know, ¿Qué tal? And ¿Qué tal estás? I have been told by some Spanish speakers doesn't exist. Well, apparently it does exist uh, in Spain at least. So ¿Qué tal estás? Uh, means, uh, so how are you? So not just the the, the general... Hola, ¿qué tal? Hi, how are you? But hey, you tell me, how are you? ¿Qué tal estás? The other thing that came out is that in English, for example, we use a different intonation if we want to know how someone is doing. So we don't just say, how are you? Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. We say, hi, how are you? Oh, how are you? How are you doing? So it's the same thing in Spanish, but you're not going to use the intonation. You're not going to work with the intonation. So um, Melanie told us that You wouldn't say, ¿Qué tal? Or, ¿Cómo estás? Or, or, hola? Or anything like that. You wouldn't work with the intonation. You would simply say, ¿Qué tal estás? Or, hola, ¿Cómo estás? You would actually ask the question. But you're not going to sort of make your voice more melodious and, and work with the intonation. On the other hand, if you're asked, hola, ¿Qué tal? Just as in English, you're not going to feel like you have to discuss your life with the person. It is just a salutation, just like in English. And that's one of the things I said was very often Americans get criticized for saying, hey, how are you? And we, we, some people say, oh, that's just so superficial. Well, other cultures do it as well, where you say, hola, que tal? And no one cares. Or, um, ça va? Well, we'll have that in a second with French, but no one cares. No one wants to actually know. If someone's interested, they are going to then ask a more in-depth question and start listening and start up an actual conversation. So much for Spanish. I hope you enjoyed this part. Let's now move on to French. For this French part, I invited a student who was in Hamburg for a semester on an Erasmus exchange from Nantes. Her name is Faustine Gillard. Faustine and I will speak about French and saying hello in French. And then we will go right into a few minutes with a group of students from a French class. Let's start with Faustine. Alors, bonjour Faustine. Bonjour. Est-ce que vous pourriez vous présenter aujourd'hui euh, 
Très bien, euh, je m'appelle Faustine, je suis Erasmus euh, en Allemagne, je suis en Erasmus en Allemagne à Hambourg pour un an, et du coup je viens de, de la France, de Nantes en France, et je suis dans ma dernière année de bachelor. Et qu'est-ce que vous étudiez J'étudie l'anglais principalement, et un peu l'allemand. Donc qu'est-ce que, qu que vous allez faire quand vous rentrez en France Quand je vais rentrer en France, je vais probablement faire un master pour devenir professeur des écoles, donc en école primaire. D'accord. Si vous me demandez, le français, c'est la plus belle langue du monde. Ça, oui. ça je... Ah, oui, non. <rire> Il y a quand je parle français, oh, la langue française, c'est quand même... Oh, c'est une belle langue. Il y a langue. beaucoup de gens qui, qui trouvent que le français, c'est très, très beau. Ça m'est arrivé plusieurs fois à la fac, là, que que des Allemands me demandent de, de parler français ou de continuer à parler français avec mes amis parce que juste, ils aiment bien nous écouter. Ils comprennent rien, ils nous le disent. Des fois, euh, j'étais euh, en train de, de parler avec une amie et une Allemande était en train de, de faire une pause, elle était en train de fumer. Et à la fin, elle vient nous voir, elle nous dit « je comprends rien, mais c'est tellement beau <rire> ». Mais euh, pour moi, l'anglais, c'est plus important dans le sens où il y a beaucoup de pays qui la parlent et ça... Ça permet beaucoup de choses au niveau du voyage, quand même. Du voyage ou du travail Les deux. Les deux. Du voyage et du travail en même temps, ouais. Ça mmh. permet beaucoup de choses, quand même. Au moins parler anglais. Est-ce que c'est la langue la plus importante Pour moi, ça en fait la langue la plus importante. Ouais. D'accord. Donc, une petite question. Comment est-ce que je peux dire bonjour en français Alors, ce qui m'intéresse, c'est pas... Euh... Bonjour ou bonne journée ou bonsoir. Mais qu'est-ce qu'on dit euh, Quelles sont les formalités pour dire bonjour Comment est-ce que je vais approcher quelqu'un pour leur dire bonjour en français Quelles sont les règles Quels sont les Qu'est-ce qui Qu'est-ce qui est important euh, Ou même aussi euh, l'argot euh, Vous voyez le, le côté culturel Alors pour dire bonjour en français. Euh, les jeunes, on emploie plus le mot salut. C'est euh, ouais, le mot familier, quoi, qu'on qu emploie. Après, pour aborder quelqu'un dans la rue, je vais pas forcément lui dire bonjour, je vais plutôt dire excusez-moi directement. Mm -hmm. Mais euh, ouais, salut, ouais. c'est le mot qui, qui me vient di directement. Et d'autres, d'autres expressions ou mots ou paroles ou euh... qu'est-ce que je vais dire au président? Alors, pour s'adresser <rire> au président, on dira bonjour, je pense. Bonjour bah Oui, bonjour, monsieur le président de la République. Bonjour, monsieur Macron, ou qu'est-ce que je dis <rire> on, dirait, ouais, on dirait bonjour, monsieur le président de la République. Entièrement, cette phrase entière, je pense. Bonjour, monsieur, monsieur le président de la, de la République. Il faut, ouais. il faut pratiquer. Hein, que... <rire> D'accord, si jamais, on ne sait jamais. On ne sait jamais. Alors, si je veux dire bonjour au pape, pour dire bonjour au pape, je dirais bonjour monsieur le pape. Je ne sais pas si... On, on reste avec bonjour, il n'y a pas d'expression de, plus formelle. Bonjour. Mmh. Pour dire bonjour, non. Mmh. Bonjour, c'est vraiment mmh. le, le, plus, mmh. le plus formel. Il y a un mot qu'elle disait, c'était tracasse, au lieu de t'inquiète. Pour dire ne t'inquiète pas, on, on dit t'inquiète directement. Et les Belges, ils disent tracasse. Tracasse Oui. Donc, t'inquiète, tracasse. Tracasse, oui. Très bizarre. Tracasse, c'était très bizarre. Je ne savais pas ce que ça voulait dire. Tracasse oui. Alors, comment, comment est-ce que vous avez réagi ben, Je lui ai demandé, j'ai fait tracasse, c'est quoi ça uh -huh. J'ai demandé, puis elle m'a expliqué que c'était t'inquiète. T'inquiète. C'était la même chose et j'étais d'accord. Alors, merci Faustine Guillard. De rien. Merci à vous de m'avoir reçu. Merci. Au revoir. Au revoir. Thank you again, Faustine. So if you listen to this podcast, you already know that I love the French language. Um, I try, I say it any chance I get. I think it's a beautiful language. I love hearing the language. But apparently I'm not the only one. Faustine explained to us how people have stopped her in the hallways and have wanted to just listen to her speak. She even told us about a German guy who didn't speak any French, but told her that he Even though he couldn't understand what she was saying, he wanted to just hear her speak and he wanted to sort of, maybe he was trying to flirt, but um, I think it was uh, about how beautiful the, the language is and how, 
how it's it's a pleasure to just listen to French being spoken. Even though Faustine and I both agreed that, that French is, a, if not the most beautiful language in the world, a, a very beautiful language, Faustine pointed out that to her, English is still significantly more important for uh, work and travel. Next to the, I think, almost obvious uh, expressions that I think a lot of people or most people know with bonjour and salut and excusez-moi when you're trying to sort of start a, a conversation, Faustine taught us an expression from Belgium, which I was not familiar with. So you might know that uh, in, in French you say ne t'inquiète pas, don't worry. And if you're cool and are trying to say this uh, uh, more, uh, a little bit more up to date with the times, you're going to say t'inquiète. But I did not know that in Belgium you'd say tracasse. Tracasse. So if we didn't teach you anything else, I hope you learned that um, in this little part about French and about saying hello in French. Let's move on to a brief interview with an international group of university students, all enrolled in a French class. They were gracious and funny throughout the interview, so thanks and greetings to them all if they're listening. Bonjour donc à toutes et tous. Voulez-vous dire bonjour? Bonjour! Oui, mais bonjour dans toutes les langues que vous parlez. Bonjour. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. Good talk. Qu'est-ce qui vous intéresse le plus dans les langues Pourquoi est-ce que vous aimez les langues Si tu parles une langue, euh, tu, tu rencontres des gens et euh, c'est ce, ce qui m'intéresse le plus, de rencontrer euh, des gens d'autres nationalités qui, qui, qui ont d'autres nationalités. Donc, qu'est-ce qu'il faut savoir pour rencontrer les gens, donc pour dire bonjour aux gens Qu'est-ce qu'il faut savoir et Il faut d'abord savoir les bases, la base de la langue. D'accord. Donc ça commence une conversation, le, la, la personne sera plus ouverte. Ouais. Peut-être. Oui, je pense euh, qu'il euh, il est important euh, qu'on montre aux autres qu'on essaye de parler leur langue. Et je pense que toutes les personnes euh, sont euh, heureux si euh, il y a quelqu'un qui essaye d'apprendre euh, euh, oui son langue. Même si même si la personne ne parle pas la langue pa parfaitement. Oui. Une fois, sans faire exprès, j'ai dit bonjour dans ma langue et ils ne m'ont pas compris dans le pays. C'était en, en allemand je, je ne me rappelle plus dans quel pays c'était. Je crois que c'était en Italie et j'ai dit euh, bonjour en allemand, sans <rire> faire exprès. D'accord. Et ils n'ont ils ont pas compris Non. Ils n'ont rien dit euh, Ils étaient euh, étonnés, voilà. <rire> ils étaient étonnés. Ouais. Mais ils n'étaient pas fâchés Non, non. Non, pas fâchés, juste étonnés. Ils croyaient que j'étais fou. <rire> Vous parlez anglais, je sais, parce que vous avez passé un an au Kansas. Oui. D'accord. Vous parlez français. Oui. Quelles autres langues parlez-vous Je parle un tout petit peu d'espagnol, mais pas beaucoup, parce que j'avais juste euh, l'espagnol à l'école pendant deux ans. Et où est-ce que vous avez appris le, le français euh, J'ai habité à Paris pour cinq ans. Pourquoi euh, Parce que mon père, il, il a euh, travaillé. Et, à Paris. Oui, voilà, il a travaillé à Paris et je suis allé sur une école française pendant deux ans. Et après... Euh, J'étais sur une école internationale allemande pendant trois ans. Et quel âge aviez-vous à l'époque euh, Quand je suis venu, j'avais cinq ans. Et quand je suis parti, j'avais dix ans. Ça vous manque Oui, j'adore la France. <rire> C'est une citation parfaite, j'adore la France. D'accord. Euh, quelle est, quelle est la, la différence quand vous parlez, pour, pour vous, personnellement Quelle différence ressentez-vous Comment est-ce que vous vous sentez différemment quand vous parlez français Anglais ou allemand Je dirais que ma langue préférée, juste du, du son, c'est la langue euh, française. Je, je, juste... La plus belle langue du monde. Oui, voilà, c'est ce que tout le monde dit, mais moi, je non, trouve mais moi, que c'est... Non, je le sens aussi, c'est la plus belle langue du monde. C'est ce que moi aussi, je trouve, parce que j'adore juste le son des mots. Et, et si on parle euh, dans une phrase, euh, les mots, euh, c'est plus comme une chanson pour moi. Et les autres langues L'allemand et l'anglais, le, et j'aime également, je dirais. So what did these students tell us about speaking French? Well, one of the things that was mentioned was that if you speak a language, you meet more people. It's true. If you approach people in their native tongue, you are more likely to come into contact. The other idea was that you have to know the basics. So know how to say, excuse me, hello. Uh, how are you? May I? Please, thank you. 
just to start up a conversation. Even if you don't know how to say more, this is going to get you, uh, this is going to help you make that initial contact. And then you can continue in a different language. Say, I'm sorry, I actually don't speak this language. Could we continue in whatever other language? One of the students in class told us about how he had a funny incident happen to him where he said, hello, in Italy, but he actually said it in German and uh, people didn't react badly, but they, but they thought he was a little bit crazy. So of course, this can happen as well. Um, this student also told us how for him as well, the French language is the most beautiful language in the world. He had the opportunity to spend several years in Paris while his father was working there. In this part, you heard students say hello in many different languages, which represent the countries where they're from. Thank you again to everybody for participating. Let's move on to Italian. To help me out with the Italian, I asked a student from Turin, Italy, who was also here in Hamburg on Erasmus, Ariana Rivero. Here is the interview with Ariana. So we're here with Ariana Rivero this morning. Hi, Ariana. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm really fine, thank you. And you? I'm fine, thank you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Okay, yeah. Um, I'm from Italy, exactly from Turin, this is north west uh, Italy. I live actually in the, like, near the mountains and I come from a really little village there. Actually, I'm here in Erasmus studying, you know, uh, one here in Hamburg, and I find here really, really comfortable and easy, and I like Germany, maybe I will stay longer, I don't know, and yeah. Okay, so, so would you mind saying what you just said in Italian? Okay, uh, sono una ragazza di Torino, che è nel nord del nord-ovest dell'Italia, e sono qui in Germania per un anno in Erasmus, eh, provengo da una città molto piccola, ma nonostante mi trovo molto bene qui. E sì, magari mi fermerò più a lungo, eh, devo ancora deciderlo bene, diciamo. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 so tell me, how, how is the feeling different when you say it in English? Or let, let's try it in German once. Would you, would you mind trying to say the same yeah. thing in German once? Also, ich bin ein Mädchen, die aus Italien kommt, also in der Nähe von Turin, das ist äh, ungefähr Nordwesten von Italien. Oh Gott, mein Deutsch. <lacht> Und ich studiere hier ein Jahr, ich bin in Erasmus, äh, ich komme aus einem mega kleinen Dorf in Italien, trotzdem äh, finde ich mich eher sehr bequem und äh, ich mag die Stadt. Vielleicht werde ich ein bisschen verlängert, mal gucken jetzt. Und <laughs> All right, very nice, very nice. So, do you speak any other languages? Spanish? Do you want to try it in Spanish once? Well. Try it. Then let's just see. Let's just experiment with it. Puede ser un poquito más fácil, porque, bueno, soy italiana. Vivo vivo aquí en Erasmus un año. Me quedo aquí, pero vengo de Italia, del norte, cerca de Turín. Y mi pueblo es muy, muy pequeñito, pero, bueno, en todos modos, aquí... Me trovo muy bien, me gusta la ciudad y a lo mejor voy a quedarme más. A ver. Ok, ¿any otras? François, un peu. So tell me a little bit, how, how, how do you feel differently? I mean, do you, is there a difference for you when you speak English or German or, or, or Spanish or Italian? Mm. What, what sort of, even just now, you were kind of put on the spot and had to do this very spontaneously. Yeah. Is there a difference for you in... Actually, the structure of the sentence is the most difficult to, to express because you, you can have it on your mind, you can write it quite correctly, but then when you have to tell it someone, and it depends also on what you're talking about, and then I think it's quite difficult to try to build a sentence like, sorry, <laughs> correctly, completely. But I think that uh, to communicate is something different. I mean, if you really need to communicate something or to send a message, you can do it, even if you don't speak that correctly. I mean, um, what we young people should like learn at the, at the first is try to communicate, so practice and speak, what I found most difficult, because in Italy actually we study a lot, the grammar, and then when I actually practice it, my grammar is not perfect and I'm not so fluent, so that doesn't work that good, that good but well, just living here, I'm managing to 
to practice more with a lot of international guys and yeah I'm pretty satisfied so it's a little bit difficult but you can do it what are the different ways of saying hello in Italian mm -hmm. and just kind of pretend you're teaching me um, um, how to say hello so for example mm -hmm. the formal way mm -hmm. the the less formal the slang the you know sort of what would I say to the Pope what would I say oh, to wow. the president what would I say to a friend what would I say to someone in the street just kind of you know or mm -hmm. um, also the differences between morning evening afternoon um, any what would I say to my grandmother any, any different any <laughs> differences in that okay the phone personally, yeah, yeah, phone, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so just kind of tell me about how to say hello okay well really formal we can start um to the pope for example so the most high level i can say salve which comes from latin i think so yeah it's really really formal way but actually nobody uses it so we say mostly buongiorno so, so would i actually say um mm. would i actually say salve papa or, or, or what would just it? salve. The just salve. Just salve. You don't say the title at all. So. Actually, no. Okay, no, so just salve. He's in the pub. We know it. He knows it. <laughs> he knows he's the pub. Okay. Yeah. So just like, salve. 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 Would I bow? Would I look down? Would I look yeah, in the eyes? I would say salve and then I would bow down and then. And I don't shake his hand. Mm, maybe he can. He can if he offers. It. Yeah, exactly. But I think he would be really, really excited and like that. Like. To anything. So I say salve, look him salve. in the eyes when I say it. Exactly. Salve, and then salve. I look down. Okay. I would do it, actually. And okay, then you can say buongiorno, which is really formal. Uh, in, Italian, in Italian, it's really nice because you have to do it, it's up to you and up your intonation, you know? If you say buongiorno like that, or you can say oh, buongiorno, it's like something different, you know? And you can show your kindness. Just by, by Excitement your, is one. Buongiorno. Say, oh, buongiorno. Oh, hi, buongiorno. Yeah, yeah. Or like buongiorno if you're like hello. 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 Okay. So and then uh, okay. It's a long enough word as well, right? So mm -hmm. I can, I can yeah. use the intonation. Yeah. Stretch it out. And gesticulation. You can see yeah. me you know, right now, but yeah. Uh, okay. Buongiorno. You can say it, um, in the morning, in the afternoon as well. We don't say buon pomeriggio. It's just like if you go away, you can wish something so buon pomeriggio for the have a nice day have a nice day exactly or buona giornata this is really like for all day long like have a nice day exactly buona giornata is like oh the beginning of the day though um, isn't it gior um, giornata is all day long un serata as well when you go evening. away exactly have a nice you evening. wish uh, have a nice week evening if you come you can say buonasera the same with the intonation and generally you say ciao. This is really, really um, versatile, I would say, like in the street or to your friends or um, what's up. Ciao. Uh, yeah, ciao. You, we don't use that hey or all right or something, this kind of slang. We don't use it, we don't have. Hey, ciao and come va, that's it. Come va, okay. Come va, how are you? Ciao, come va. Ciao, okay. come va. Or yeah, actually here I'm like kind of German. <laughs> Mind, I don't remember. No, well, I remember we just say that, and mm, yeah, yeah. That's okay, it. so so let's go over it one more time. Mm -hmm. So so um, to the Pope, I'm gonna say salve. Mm -hmm. Okay, what am I gonna say to the president? Also salve or buongiorno. Say bu buongiorno. Buongiorno. Buongiorno, presidente, or buongiorno, señor. Señores, not señores. Mixing languages now. Buongiorno, egregio. What does that mean? Sehr geehrte. So. Real dear, something is up. Um, how to say, and I just need to, to say that you are really a good, important, an important person. Or, but actually, yeah, so pretend I'm a really important person, and you're saying okay, like, so, in a very formal, formal way, uh, hello to me. Um, okay, buongiorno, egregia, signora, o la signorina. Signorina is not married, actually, but <laughs> if you see an old lady, you can say signorina if you, if you know that she's not married, actually. Okay, signora most of the time. And if she's widowed, and then, do I say signorina? No. No, 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 no. No, signora. I won't say anything. 
or yeah, nothing. Yeah. Senora, yeah. Uh, can you say senorina to to an older lady? Um, I know in some in Hungarian, for example, mm. if it's if it's like um, it's kind of a little bit of a teasing sort of, but it's more or, or do you not? No, or no? no, it's really dif yeah differentiation. No, yeah, okay. And and like, and sir, yeah. is it? Signore, signore, signore. I always say it wrong. Signore, okay, signore. Yeah, but actually, you can say signor and the surname. But the substantive is signore. Okay. So, so again, reviewing. So, Pope, I'm going to say salve. Mm -hmm. Then to the president, I'm going to say buongiorno, signore. Buongiorno, buongiorno, signor. Uh -huh, signor, signor. Signor, yeah. Why not signore? A signore is like il signore, the name. Like il signore, but yeah. signor. Okay. Like saying it, the e, the vocal go away. So okay, signor. Mm -hmm. But it's signor. written signore. No. Signor, signor. and the surname, because it, yeah, you know, yeah. it's okay. a little bit longer. If I'm speaking to the Pope, then I will say salve. Mm -hmm. That's it. Speaking to a president, for example, I would say buongiorno, egregio, signor, whoever, yes. or buongiorno, egregia, signora, female, yeah, signora, whoever, or buongiorno, egregia, signorina, 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 yeah, she's really young or not married, exactly. Okay. okay, okay, so that's our that's my most formal. Okay, what am I yeah. going to say to your grandmother? Um, ciao, nonna. Ciao nonna, ciao nonna. And <laughs> grandfather? Uh, ciao nonno. Ciao nonno, okay. okay. And your parents same. as well or, yeah. or not? Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> it's or, but it's signor or, or, or would I use first names? My parents? Yeah. Mamma or okay. papa. So papi. would your boyfriend or one of your, one of your mm -hmm. female friends say mamma to your mom? Uh, yeah, I would say mia mamma or mio papa without the article because it's really like mine. You just have one. And ciao mamma, ciao papa, I would say. But that's to your own father and yeah. mother. And but if I'm saying it to your mother or father. Okay, tua mamma, ciao. No, but yeah, no, I'm just like, saying like sort of, okay, let's say I'm at your house and I uh, want to say bye to your mom or hi to your mom. Ciao. Just ciao. Just ciao. I don't and say then, any... No, ciao and you can wish buona giornata or we have like this, this um, thing to wish. Like you can say buon lavoro, just have a good job like filler folk or buon fish lavoro. buon lavoro buona giornata buono studio if you have to study you know this kind of one plus something that we don't have in german and english neither i think but normally ciao ciao just ciao ciao you can okay. say it twice okay. yeah just okay. All right. And uh, any other, any sort of like really fancy, cool, hip, new way of saying hi, you know, street hi? Mm. Now, in the written language, yes, you can say hey, or yeah, in Italy, no, you just say ciao, hey, or hey, hey, okay. away, but well, okay. now just say ciao. Okay, okay. So let's do a little mock uh, 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 greeting. Mm -hmm. So we are, um, we're just going to kind of go back and forth as far as we can, okay? Mm -hmm. We're just going to kind of go back and forth saying the same thing, okay? Mm -hmm. So, buongiorno. Buongiorno. Come va? Bene, grazie. Tu? Bene, bene. Bene. Cosa fai oggi? Lavoro, lavoro. Oh, sempre lavoro. Sempre lavoro. <laughs> bene, allora, buon lavoro. Buona giornata. <laughs> grazie, altrettanto. Well, when I'm in Italy, I speak Spanish or French. Mm -hmm, and if it's still, they don't understand, I speak Romanian. And then they, and then they go, okay, <laughs> yeah, actually, we, we, we got it. So Similar words. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, so one, of, one of them is going to be the same. So, yeah. so it's, And you know, like, um, the dialect that I speak in my area, mostly in the mountains, near French, it's really similar to French, Catalan. So if you know it, they will understand you. My grandma would understand you. Actually. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, in Portugal as well, I, I just speak Spanish, mm -hmm. or I just have to speak, or, or they have to speak Portuguese slowly, and then I understand. Yeah. Same with Italian, as long as you yeah. speak slowly, I, I, yes. I understand. Yes, so. we do. We are not French people. That's, uh, and pretend that you understand well. <laughs> there was one other thing that I that I thought of. Um, these little what, what Germans call Spitznamen, or mm -hmm. or in English, I guess, uh, terms of endearment. Uh, you know, um, saying. When we were talking about saying hello mm -hmm. um, in German, we have hello Schätzchen yeah. or hello uh, hello Bärchen or oh, Hallöchen God. or mein Liebe Mäuschen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, 
right? And then in English, we say a lot of things like, um, hi, sweetie, hi, honey, mm. honey bear, honey child. Honey child. Uh, um, hi there, sweetie, sweets. Hi, baby, baby. My goodness, that's used a lot. Hi, baby. <laughs> or, Can you like kind of uh, sweetness that comes from like um, the lack of the... Happiness due to the weather. I know something that this is German language stuff, but we don't do it. Like, ciao is, is enough. Like, I can say ciao amore to my boyfriend or to my friend. Okay, we can use nicknames when you decide together, but actually we don't have this kind of tesoro or... You can do it with a, with a person that it's really near to you. And you what would you say to a child? Like, hi, sweetie, little, tiny, teeny, cutie pie. <laughs> <laughs> my God, my voice goes up an octave. <laughs> yeah, you can say, hey, piccolino. It's really like okay. a small, um, a little boy. But actually, we don't have this kind of... Okay, to my daughter, I would say something really, really like... Cucciolina, patatina, young mothers like go crazy saying this. And they would just say ciao or buongiorno? To, the, to my daughter? Yeah. Ciao. Ciao. Yeah. Ciao, piccolina. Ciao. What did you say? Ciao, ciao piccolina or patatina. Ciao, cucciola, patatina. Okay. Cucciola? What's a cucciola? It's like um, um, the young, the, the, the baby of the dogs or animals. Oh, the puppy or the puppy, the, okay, you know. okay, okay. Or the cubs or the. Yeah, like, exactly. Cucciola. cucciola. Uh, but actually, in the street or to a friend, it's like kind of no, we don't we don't use it. It would be to be ironic or something. To be sarcastic. Yeah, sarcastic like that. To be like, oh, piccolina, I say, and then it's so sweet, but not that use actually. Thank you, Ariana. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Grazie. Grazie. <laughs> Thank you again, Ariana. And now, our part on Portuguese. For this part, I asked Ricardo Filho, who is from Salvador de Bahia, Brazil, to help us out. We snuck into one of his Portuguese classes and tried to listen in to what was said. Here's our recording. Então, é, oi, meu nome é Ricardo Filho, eu moro aqui em Hamburgo desde 2005 e dou aula de português desde 2007, já há bastante tempo. É, no Brasil, nós dizemos tipicamente oi, é o nosso olá, existem as duas possibilidades. E na primeira parte do dia, dizemos então, é, bom dia. Uhum. Eu gostaria ainda de perguntar, esqueci de dizer, eu venho de Salvador da Bahia, uma... Pequena, média cidade no nordeste do Brasil, com muito sol, praia, temos o Oceano Atlântico e temos ainda a Bahia de Todos os Santos. É, não é muito parecida com Hamburgo, mas eu gosto das duas <risos> cidades. Então, é, tem ainda algumas pequenas diferenças regionais também no Brasil. É, sotaques do norte do Brasil, do Brasil do centro, Brasil do sul. Por exemplo, nós dizemos boa tarde no para good afternoon. É no Nordeste, de onde eu venho, em Salvador. Mas, por exemplo, no Sul do Brasil se ouve Boa Tarde. Parece um pouquinho italiano, talvez, não? <risos> é, então, eu gostaria de perguntar aqui a meus alunos é, como se diz, por exemplo, é, depois do meio-dia, qual é a saudação? Depois do quê? <risos> depois, é, depois do meio-dia, qual é a saudação típica? Hum, ou antes, antes da noite, qual é a saudação ah, típica? Boa tarde. Perfeito. Então temos aqui um colega, um aluno com um sotaque quase como o meu, de Salvador. Mas temos também um colega que fala com uma pronúncia mais portuguesa. É, como se diz a mesma coisa em Portugal? Ah, boa tarde. Perfeito. Então se pode ver um pouquinho a diferença. Então no sul do Brasil seria boa tarde, boa tarde no nordeste e boa tarde é, no sotaque português. É, tem uma outra maneira de dizer oi? Olá. Olá, perfeito. Essa é uma, uma saudação típica também, em Portugal ainda mais popular. É, depois, quando vamos embora, normalmente o que dizemos, por exemplo? Quando temos que nos despedir, o que é que dizemos? Podemos dizer tchau, muito internacional, né? E temos ainda uma outra possibilidade. Adeus. 
Adeus. Ah, isso é uma grande diferença entre Portugal e Brasil. O adeus em Portugal é um pouco mais dramático, tipo farewell, leopold, etc. Mas é, em Portugal, por exemplo, é a saudação do dia a dia, né? É correspondente a tchau, como um tchus, como um cobai, etc. Se usa é, frequentemente em, em Portugal, normal, mas no Brasil seria então nosso farewell, leopold, etc. Não? Ok, é, e se vamos voltar... Um pouco, um pouco tempo depois, o que você pode dizer, por exemplo, para a despedida? Por exemplo, até mais. Perfeito, muito típico, até mais. E se vamos nos ver uma semana depois, por exemplo, o que é que podemos dizer? Nos vemos na próxima semana. Muito chique, muito bem. É... E deixe-me ver... É... <risos> Isso, tem também nossas, nossas é, variantes um pouco mais populares diretas, que podemos chamar de gírias, por exemplo, é uma palavra muito usada que o colega aqui se referiu agora. Beleza. Isso. Beleza é, pode ter vários significados, significa normalmente beauty, schönheit, mas se usa, por exemplo, como saudação, como e aí, beleza, na alles gut. É, também pode ser uma confirmação, tipo, ok, pode é, é, ser usada em diferentes situações, não é? Tem que pensar só um pouquinho ainda, então... Então... Tudo certo. Então, é um sotaque que existe muito no Brasil, pode parecer americano, talvez texano, mas esse R faz parte do nosso chamado é, é, sotaque caipira, em uma parte do, do centro... Centro-Oeste e uma parte do Sudeste do Brasil também tem esse sotaque. Por exemplo, como no interior de São Paulo, né? Dizemos tudo certo, é, alles richtig, é, everything right, é, com esse sotaque. Ou então, boa tarde, em vez de boa tarde, são <risos> variantes também é, locais. Então, tivemos para despedida, é, é, adeus, até a próxima semana. Lembram de uma outra possibilidade? Com o nosso, o nosso até logo, por exemplo. Então, depois, em relação à a, a, a interação, no Brasil, claro, em geral, é, se tocam mais as pessoas do que talvez aqui na, na, na Alemanha. É, a proximidade também, quando se fala, é um pouquinho menor. Né? Às vezes se confirma colocando a mão, às vezes se pede desculpas... É, é, se pode dizer, desculpe, claro, entrudiga, mas também se pode fazer assim, colocando a mão no ombro, por exemplo, né? So, just for our listeners, uh, you were just trying to say sorry to our producer, a show, you were trying to touch your arm, but you didn't dare touch her, because right. we're in Germany. So. Whereas I think if you're if kind of in Brazil, you would, you would have no problem touching the arm when, when you say, when you say sorry. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> Então, é, um, outra, um outro meio de comunicação também muito importante no Brasil são as gesticulações. Nós temos um sinal muito típico com o polegar para cima e isso também significa muita coisa, né? Significa o nosso legal, que significa cool, tudo bem. Também serve para pedir desculpa, é, serve para pedir licença para passar. Então, tem uma significação muito grande também, nosso sinal com o polegar para cima. Ou também como saudação para dizer tudo bem. Ou para perguntar tudo bem com você, sempre com o polegar para cima. Obrigada. Foi um prazer. Se eu puder, uma última pergunta. Poderia eu perguntar para vocês por que vocês estão português? Pode dizer em português? Nosso colega aqui poderia me dizer por que, ou dizer para nós, por que está estudando português? Eu gostaria de fazer um ano no Brasil para estudar lei lá. Muito bem, então estudos é sempre um bom motivo e temos ainda outro colega. É, eu fiz pesquisa no Brasil uh, faz dois anos e eu amei o ano, é, o, o país e depois uhum. eu achei que seria legal uh, aprender mais uma língua. Uhum, muito bem, então ainda um outro motivo para aprender português. Eu também só queria aprender outra língua e pensei que seria fácil porque uh, falo espanhol. espanhol. Uhum, muito bem. E ainda um outro motivo. <risos> é, gosto muito do país Portugal. É, todas as férias uh, eu vou Portugal. É, sim, quero aprender mais, né? Falar um pouquinho com as pessoas. Né? 
Muito bem, vamos ainda ouvir mais um motivo para aprender português. Eu também vou para Portugal, para os estudos, vou fazer um semestre no Erasmus, no Porto, e por isso eu aprendo um mais português. Maravilha, muito bem, e ainda mais um motivo para aprender português. Eu acho que o Brasil é um país muito fascinante, mas não existe muito, muita gente que aprende o português. Em geral, a gente aprende o, o espanhol e por isso acho que é uma língua muito interessante. Maravilha. Então, muito obrigado pela informação e pela, pelas opiniões de vocês. Obrigada. Do you guys want to know what I can say in Portuguese? Do you want to know? I can only say three things. Okay. Obrigada. Eu sinto falta de você. Te quero, te amo. I think that's it. I think... Lambada. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said you pego, faltou, não? Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Thank you very much. I hope you didn't disturb me too long. Thank you. So thank you again to Ricardo Filho and his class. Let me try to do a little summary. Um, I understand Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese and Portuguese spoken in Portugal, but I always answer either in Spanish or in French. Um, so I will try to reproduce some of the words, but uh, there my pronunciation fails me. When dealing with Portuguese, even trying to answer the question of good afternoon is going to be a little bit more difficult because you have the Portuguese pronunciation from Portugal. And then, of course, you have all the different regional pronunciations from Brazil. So one of the things that Ricardo tried to explain to us was, you know, how there's, there's different accents and different regionalisms within Brazil from the north to the center to the south. And then again, the Portuguese from Portugal. So... Good afternoon is going to be, oh my goodness, uh, please forgive me for not pronouncing these perfectly, but from Watarji to Watarts to Watarde. So there's just slight differences in how, how you're going to say it. But of course, this is going to be in, important if you're trying to learn a specific, uh, a specific accent or, or, or the language from a specific part. Goodbye is going to vary from ciao to adios, 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 adeus. Again, uh, differences that I'm, I'm sorry, I can't completely re, uh, reproduce perfectly. Ricardo and his students also uh, talked about how important gesticulating gestures are going to be in, in speaking Portuguese. And finally, they answered the question of why they are studying Portuguese. And the answers ranged from finding the Portuguese language very interesting to uh, being fascinated by the countries of Brazil and Portugal to wanting to spend time in these countries um, and even wanting to study in one of these countries. I hope you enjoyed this part as well. Thank you again to Ricardo and his class. I hope you enjoyed the Roman edition. Make sure to subscribe and tune in next time. This is Dr. J signing out.